0: The committee will come to order. Uh, This morning we have a business uh, committee meeting to consider uh, numerous uh, nominees, and uh, we will proceed to, we've heard them all, we're going to proceed to vote on them as uh, quickly as we can, as most people have other business to do. With that, Senator Menendez.
1: Uh, Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'm going to be brief. Uh, We all know why we are here today, at an in-person business meeting in the middle of a pandemic, at an in-person business meeting that has no urgency, an in-person meeting where we do not have clear answers whether any senators or staff should be in quarantine due to exposure to Robert O'Brien, who recently tested positive for COVID-19. We're here because Secretary Pompeo pressured to move certain nominees over our objection, objections that go to the core of whether we are a co equal branch of government or simply a doormat for the Secretary and the President. I don't plan to repeat the objections that I expressed at last week's hearings, though I want to ask unanimous consent to include my statements from those hearings in the record for this business meeting. Mr. Chairman. Uh, they'll be included. I do not run for office to fight over nominations. I don't believe any of us did. I ran for office because I believe in service because I want what is best for the government, for our country, and for the American people. And I know that all of you share those motivations, regardless of whether we agree on specific outcomes. Along with so many of you, I fervently support a highly functioning and robust State Department led by qualified and suitable Senate-confirmed officials, a State Department that is capable and empowered to project American diplomacy and to advance our national security interests. But I'm also realistic. I understand that this vision is incompatible with this President and his administration and that the Committee has been unwilling to advance this vision during the 116th Congress. While I look forward to supporting a majority of the nominations on today's agenda, I must conclude by noting with regret that today's meeting, and particularly the inclusion of Mr. Billingsley, does not do justice to the Senate, the Constitution, or the American people and it sets another precedent for the running of this committee without regard to comedy or the views of the minority.
0: With that, we will proceed to the agenda. The first one I'm going to call up is the nomination of C.J. Mahoney to be legal advisor of the State Department. Is there a motion to favorably favorably report Mr. Mahoney Mr. Mahoney's nomination. Senator Portman has moved. Senator Paul has uh, seconded. Is
1: there a debate? Mr. Chairman. Uh, Senator Menendez. Mr. Chairman, I have great respect for the Office of the Legal Advisor, and I'm also impressed by Mr. Mahoney's legal resume. And while he doesn't seem to have the experience in areas central to his portfolio at State, I suspect that if confirmed, he'll be a quick study. Unfortunately, there have been real problems with the Office of Legal Advisor. The administration has refused to provide responses on issues and controversies where there is no legal or policy basis to block Congress from those responses or documents. If confirmed, I expect that Mr. Mahoney will live up to the affirmative answers that he gave to me at his hearing, in which he agreed to make himself available to members of the committee and staff to answer questions and engage on matters of substance in an open and timely fashion. With that expectation and the expectation that we will receive certain documents before his um, confirmation vote uh, on the Senate floor, I intend to vote yes for him today.
0: Is there further debate? Being no further debate, all those in favor of the motion, please signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed nay, the ayes have it. Mr. Mahoney will be advanced. Uh, we will now take up the nomination of Ms. Leora Levy to be Ambassador to Chile. Any Is there a debate? Uh, I guess we need a motion first, or a motion to advance or Senator, Senator Rubio has moved. Uh, is there a second? Second would be Senator Paul. Is there a debate? Uh Senator Menendez.
1: Uh, I cannot support Ms. Levy's nomination to be the ambassador to the Republic of Chile. During her confirmation hearing, Ms. Levy explained that her incredibly divisive partisan attacks, uh, in which she questioned whether, she said that the Democratic Party was destroying her way of life, uh, and posted things on her social media sites that were absolutely false. Absolutely false, which she admitted was false. She described these attacks as in the heat of the moment of a political campaign, saying that sometimes elbows are thrown. I don't, I don't think she was a candidate for anything. And yet, given the opportunity, she was unable to apologize for the insults she hurled. There's nothing in Miss Levy's background or performance that demonstrates to me she has the necessary diplomatic skills or depth of knowledge to lead the U.S. Embassy in Santiago through the heat of the moment, if so required. I don't have confidence that in times of crisis or political tension, Ms. Levy will be a consensus builder and faithfully represent America's of all political views. Therefore, I will be voting no.
0: There being no further debate, all those in favor of the motion signify by saying aye. Opposed nay? Ayes have it, and Ms. you may. Anyone else want to be recorded? Is everybody on the Democrat side will be recorded as no, except for Senator Murphy. Thank you. I will now take up the uh, nomination of Mr. Billingsley and uh, to, be United, to be Under Secretary of State for Arms Control and International Security. Is there a motion to advance Mr. Billingsley's nomination with affirmative? Senator Johnson has made the motion, Senator uh, – is there a second to that motion? Senator Gardner has seconded the motion. Is there a debate? Mr. Chairman. Senator Menendez.
1: Uh, Mr. Chairman, uh, it's been very clear for those who have attended his hearings that I oppose Mr. Billingsley's nomination. I oppose his nomination for various reasons. One, he has not been honest with this committee. He seems to believe that if he can just keep dissembling, if he keeps repeating the same falsehood again and again, that he can obscure his role in promoting torture and rewrite the historical record. But he cannot. His words are there in black and white. He wrote that he saw no legal or policy problems with threatening to transfer detainees to a third country where they would fear torture or death, 20-hour interrogations, forcibly shaving a detainee's hair or beard, keeping detainees awake for up to four days in succession, stripping detainees naked, using military working doors to frighten detainees during interrogation. He said he saw no problems despite being told by Judge Advocate Generals from the Navy, Marine Corps, and Army that there were serious legal and policy problems, and despite being told by professional interrogators from the FBI and NCIS that these methods were ineffective and abusive. He wrote, among other things, about interrogation, which I can't get into here because DOD refuses to declassify those memos, but I can tell you this, they are disturbing and they don't reflect well on Mr. Billingsley. But let me read you the words of some of the people who worked with Mr. Billingsley at the time or who were involved in the Sask investigation of detainee abuse. The former Judge Advocate General of the United States Army, retired U.S. Army Major General Thomas J. Romig wrote to the committee that, quote, Billingsley not only failed to stand up for what was right, but he also went out of his way to advocate for using abusive interrogation techniques against detainees in our custody, despite being told that his positions were wrong, counterproductive, and unlawful by a group of senior military lawyers with over 100 collective years of military experience and nearly that many years of military law experience. The former lead staffer on the bipartisan SASC report, Joe Bryan, was so surprised by Mr. Billingsley claim at his last nomination hearing that he, quote, never supported torture or anything resembling torture, up quote, that Mr. Bryan wrote to the committee the very next day stating, quote, the record established in the SASC investigation does not support that assessment. The Deputy Assistant Director for Counterterrorism for the Navy Criminal Investigative Service, Mark Fallon, wrote that, quote, In my direct experience, Mr. Billingsley was the single biggest bureaucratic obstacle at the Pentagon, short of the Department of Defense's senior-most leaders to stopping the use of enhanced interrogation techniques. He was a vocal advocate for the use of the techniques and the claim that torture worked. And while he may not have intended that the abusive techniques then be employed at Abu Ghraib and elsewhere, that is exactly what happened as a direct result of him pushing for their use at Guantanamo. In all the years since, despite having mutual friends and contacts, I have never once heard any suggestion that Mr. Billingsley has since had a change of heart. Now, on that last point, Mr. Billingsley could have told this committee that he made a mistake. He could have said that he was young and relatively inexperienced at the time, that the country was at war, that he wrote something that he now regrets. But Mr. Billingsley has said none of that, and I will tell you why because he still doesn't think that he did anything wrong. I believe that he would today recommend using all of those torture techniques, stripping, slapping, sleep deprivation, dogs, and more, if someone told him they were legal. Since 1863, when President Lincoln promulgated General Orders No. 100, America has been an example to the world in how to treat detainees. The actions of Mr. Billingsley and those who thought like him destroyed that reputation, frayed our relations with allies, and put our troops at risk. And that is why, Mr. Chairman, I'm going to vote no on his nomination.
0: Further debate?
1: Mr. Chairman, parliamentary inquiry, if I may? You may. Uh, As we cast this vote, what is the requirement under the committee rules uh, for reporting Mr. Billingsley out in terms of the majority uh, presence that has to be in the room? Uh,
0: the rules, uh, Senators, you know, are quite clear. There has to be a majority of the committee president. majority of those present must vote in favor. Uh, so, all those in favor? Senator Shaheen. A roll call vote's been requested. Uh, the uh, clerk will call a roll.
2: Mr. Rubio? Aye. Mr. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Gardner? Aye. Mr. Romney? Aye. Mr. Graham? Aye by
1: proxy.
2: Aye by proxy. Mr. Barrasso, Aye. Mr. Portman? Aye. Mr. Paul? Present by
0: proxy. Present by proxy.
2: Mr. Young? Aye. Mr. Cruz? Aye by proxy. Perdue, Aye by proxy. Mr. Perdue? Aye. Aye by proxy. Mr. Menendez? No. Mr. Carden? Mr. Shaheen? No. Mr. Coons, no, by proxy. Mr. Udall? No. Mr. Murphy? No. Mr. Kane? No. Mr. Markey? No, by proxy. Mr. Merkley? No. Mr. Booker? No by
1: proxy.
2: Mr. Chairman?
0: Aye. Clicker report.
2: Mr. Chairman, the eyes are eleven. The noes are ten. There's one. Present. Uh,
0: Motion has been uh, passed. Now I have uh, moved to Mr. Trujillo to be Assistant Secretary of State for Western Hemisphere Affairs. Uh, Is there there a motion to adopt? Senator Senator Rubio has moved that uh, Mr. Trujillo's nomination be reported favorably to the floor. Is there a second to that? Senator Johnson seconded. Is there a debate? Mr.
1: Chairman. Senator Menendez. Mr. Chairman. Ambassador Trujillo has been nominated to serve as the Assistant Secretary of the Western Hemisphere at a time of much turbulence, and so it's an important position. I have made numerous requests that the Department has refused to answer, including requests for agreements signed with foreign governments within the Western Hemisphere. The Administration refuses to comply, even though in this case your office, Mr. Chairman, supports our requests. I also have enduring concerns about Mr. Trujillo's actions as our Ambassador to the OAS, including launching a questionable investigation that targeted a U.S. citizen employee of the OAS and has left him facing dismissal pending an appeal. I'm going to support Ambassador Trujillo's nomination for the time being. However, if the Department doesn't comply with our request for oversight, and Mr. Trujillo uh, doesn't answer the additional questions about his actions, which he agreed to at his confirmation hearing, then I will not only seek to oppose his nomination on the floor, I also will insist that the regular order be held in order
3: for his nomination to proceed. Mr. Mr. Chairman, over here. Oh,
0: sorry, Senator Cardin.
3: Uh, Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, I take a slightly different tack than the ranking member. Um, i'm going to support mr trio's n- nomination today because I do think he has been very forthcoming on representing us at the oAS i've had good conversations he's done some I think some aggressive action to include parliamentarians in the work of the OAS. but I am very troubled by recent accounts that I've learned on the personnel issue, and I will withhold judgment as to whether I will support him on the floor or not pending a conversation I hope that will be arranged for me to talk with him about this issue uh, prior to the floor vote. So with that in mind, I, I will support his nomination today, but I'm going to withhold uh, my judgment uh, pending that conversation.
0: Fair enough, sir. Uh, Senator Rubio.
3: On uh, To the ranking member's I, I, uh, points that he made, I, I can't speak to the first matter about uh, the transparency from the State Department on the contracts uh, with foreign governments and so forth. Um, uh, I would hope they would respond since this committee has oversight over matters such as those. And uh, it's been a long practice and tradition to to use nominations as leverage to get answers to questions. We've all done it. So um, I I won't speak to that matter. On the second point, my my understanding, and I I know my understanding is I've spoken to Ambassador Trujillo about the issue with the Inspector General and the OAS is that he has answered questions and is willing to answer any additional questions. My understanding of the facts there are that there was, uh, as he was headed to some meeting in Central America, there were a number of leaks that were finding its way into the press and he simply requested of the Organization of American States that they investigate those leaks. He he did not, um, I've seen email correspondence on the matter, I've seen other things that have been provided to the minority. He didn't request an investigation on any specific individual. That OAS Inspector General investigation ultimately uncovered, uh, allegedly, a a U.S. citizen working for the OAS who who the Inspector General's office holds responsible for, for that. So it seems to me, obviously, that at least based on the facts we have before us today, that he simply followed the process of using the Inspector General's office for that investigation. But obviously, you know, if there are more questions to be answered in that regard, I, I believe he would be forthcoming because uh, I think it's important we get this position done and it's a post that needs to be filled. And, um, and and I think he's shown at the OAS, he's certainly reinvigorated our presence and our mission there. So I hope we can resolve this matter and, and, and have him confirmed on that second point. On the first point, obviously, about the unanswered questions, I would just urge the State Department to. Fix that as soon as they can so we can get this post filled. Thank you.
0: Thank you. So, further debate on Mr. Trujillo. The motion before the committee is to report uh, his nomination favorably. All those in favor? Aye. All those opposed? No. Did you want to be recorded? Uh, Senator i will be recorded. Senator Merkley will be recorded. Uh, the motion has been adopted and he will be reported to the floor. Uh, next, uh, we have the nomination of Lisa McKenna uh, to be ambassador to Peru. Is there a motion to report her nomination favorably? Senator Johnson moved that she be reported favorably. Is there a second? Senator, uh, Senator Romney has seconded uh, that nomination. Uh, is there debate on the, on the motion? Mr. Chairman. Uh, Senator
1: Menendez. Mr. Chairman, uh I want to be clear that my support today for Ms. Kenna is contingent on her fulfilling a commitment she made to me at her nominations hearing to comply with outstanding requests that I, along with Chairman Engel, have had to interview her about political retaliation at the State Department and events surrounding the removal of Inspector General Linick. Again, this interview should have taken place before her nomination hearing and before this business meeting. But because I believe in fairness to nominees, particularly career nominees, and because I will for the moment attribute the delay to the State Department and not Ms. Kenna, I am willing to give her my vote with the expectation that she will fulfill her commitment and sit for an interview. Uh, I believe the date is supposed to be August 7th and before her nomination advances to the floor. If that does not happen for whatever reason, then it should go without saying that my view on her nomination is likely to change and my insistence on following uh, the regular order on the floor uh, will will attach.
0: Is there further debate? There being no further debate, all those in favor signify by saying aye. Opposed, nay, the ayes have it. And
3: Mr. The motion. Chairman. Can I be recorded as no?
0: Yes. Senator Cardin will be recorded as a no. Anyone else? Yes, Senate? Uh, your microphone is none, uh, Senator Purdue. I don't believe Sorry, it. Mr. Chairman. I'd like to change my vote to yes by proxy to yes in person for Billingsley. Is there objection to his request?
3: Mr. Chairman, I'd like to do the same thing.
0: Is there objections to those? There being none... It is so ordered. Our last item on the agenda is our in-bach list. We have 12 uh, nominations. There's 11 on the script in front of me, but uh, Ms. Vosch has been added to that per negotiations with the uh, minority. But in addition to that, we have six Foreign Service Officer lists, uh, seven Foreign Service Officer lists which have been published uh, in the notice. Uh, Is there a motion to uh, send all those to the floor with the recommendation. Senator Johnson has moved. Uh, Senator Menendez has seconded that motion. Is there debate? There being none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. Opposed nay. The ayes have it. That completes a business meeting. This thank you all for attending.
2: Mr. Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. Senator- I just want to thank Margaret McLeod, my Pearson fellow, who's done an incredible job this year. This is her last hearing. It's been kind of a wild year. So just all the people that work in our offices, our fellows, the staff that have put up with all the Covid-19 questions and challenges of hearings. So just thanks to all of them, but particularly to Margaret. It's
0: been an interesting time. Thank you, Senator. Gordon.